Are we having fun yet? <laughs> right? From those commercials? Beer commercials. Right? Hi, I'm Alexander Chester, and Av, you think you can win this podcast with good looks, but I'm going to teach you otherwise. And I'm Av Sedensky, and I think fucking intolerance blows. Welcome back to Pretty, Pretty, Pretty Good, a Curb Your Enthusiasm and Party Down podcast. We are here today to discuss season one, episode two, California College Conservative Union Caucus. The CCC usually, of course, which originally aired (laughs) on March 27th, 2009. One of the things I like doing uh, on Curb, especially once we got past like the early couple seasons when I was actually watching it live, was like going back to see like what I was doing in my life on the day that the episode originally aired. <laughs> okay. And now I, I don't think I actually saw Party Down season one in real time. I'm sure I did not. So I guess it's moot. I but, definitely did not. Yeah. But last week uh, on the day that the series debut aired, I was actually in Las Vegas with our friends David Epstein and Yoel Ice, among others. Oh, um, what was the occasion? I think it was March uh, March Madness. Oh, very fun. That's a fun time to go to Las Vegas. I don't know why I said I think. I I do know that it was, in fact, March Madness. Yeah. Uh, Um, College basketball games played and gambled upon. Yeah. So welcome back for another episode of this uh, Party Down podcast. Um, You may see our uh, podcast artwork has been slightly updated. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, we have, we have affixed a pink uh, party down style Crisp. bow tie Crisp. to the uh, what's what's the word the, the not the not the palette uh, the shirt lapel lapel is that what it's called oh I mean yeah you can say lapel not palette um, yeah anyway it's on Larry David now on the, the we thank Ari Gold for that contribution mm. um, you know we have one of these great WhatsApp groups you say hey someone make me a thing. And sure enough, somebody pops up with the thing that you asked for. You know, it's even sadder. You asked for that. And then I spent the next like so- several minutes working on it. But I got distracted by arguing in a different WhatsApp group about something and named it stupid. And then by the time I came and you back, just I forgot saw... about it until now. No, I came back and I saw Ari had already done it. I was like, oh, crap. I wasted uh, it. I'm like, should I set it off anyways? I'm like, no, that would be stupid. Why would I do that? So, yes, Ari, uh, thank you very much because right. you are undistractable. Or less yeah, maybe maybe we could find a way to put the words like curb and party down in there. Also, just make yeah, you know. Alex, you can work on that. That's no, good. That be out. That be I, I'm out. I deleted. I, I did not save my work. You're satisfied. Yeah, okay, fine. Let's move forward. Um, have you watched The Bear at all? No, I have not. But it's interesting. There's a character. Oh, yes. yeah. I only ask because I'm, I'm watching it. There's a character named Chester in it. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I, I just thought because I'm watching Hulu again, I, had an, I actually had my Hulu account suspended for uh, several weeks until we started watching uh, Party Down. I don't know what I, what I wasn't watching on Hulu, but I wasn't watching anything on Hulu. So now I'm Apparently. watching Hulu again. But I'm I'm signed up for like the lowest uh, price option. With, like, oh, so you ads. actually get ads? Yeah. Oh no, you can't do that. I mean, I should spend the extra two dollars a month or whatever to not have ads. It's probably a good investment. But um, AB always makes fun of me for this exact issue. However, I do like the ads because I'm learning about all these Hulu shows I wouldn't know about otherwise. Because Hulu <laughs> ads are for other Hulu shows, like The Bear. Right. Okay. Yeah, The Bear is really fun. Yeah. Uh, fun, anxiety-inducing. It's it's a it's a good show. Ooh, I love having anxiety. That sounds great. Yeah, I guess. Um, Anyway, back to the matter at hand. Our friend Adam Scott's uh, show this year, Severance, it can induce some anxiety. Yeah, yeah, that was that was some show. Yeah. 
Uh, our, our poor friend Ron has uh, some anxiety in this episode, I would say. Yeah, I think that's going to be a common theme for Ron. <laughs> yeah. I think he's going to be episode on the short one, end of things yeah. a lot. In episode one, what's the worst that happened to him was that his shirt got stained upon, right? And he had already led. Well, the, the the host's daughter thinks that he was masturbating in the bathroom. So like that could get him in trouble. Yeah, but it didn't seem I don't it doesn't seem like there's any long time. I mean, if he does it four more times. That's true. Yeah. Listen, he was a stick on her mother earlier today. She really enjoyed it. Uh, so good. it's a good question. Yeah, let's uh, let's sort of try and keep a track of that. Uh, how uh, how things fare for Ron? Because he is uh, unlike Jerry Seinfeld, he's definitely not even Steven. He's only headed in one direction, and it's not to a super cracker. So he goes. <laughs> okay, so should we keep a running r- ranking of like worst thing to, that Ron has to endure? Yeah, or, that's a great idea. Or what? Some version of that? Uh, I guess it could evolve over time. Okay, so episode one, you would say it's him getting caught um, accused of masturbating by an underage girl who his employee is making out with. And I'm going to say that it was spilling all over his crisp, white, clean shirt because he had already given his backup to Henry. So, okay, yeah, I really saw what happens. But I would say that this episode trumps that. (laughs) Well, yeah, we'll get there. Um, That's interesting. All right. Maybe we could um, we could try to come up with like things like that for other characters to kind of like track as we go. Um, Something to add to the fun. Yeah. As we embark on part two of 20 plus question mark episodes yeah. of what, 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 is the most, what is the most insane thing that constant or i have a good one who's more cra- well we'd have with this then i'm abandoning my proposal it was going to be like go episode by episode and say who said the craziest thing in each episode was it constants in an episode of party down or was it creed bratton in the equivalent episode of the office but then i realized that would require watching another entire show <laughs> you know, yeah what a ridiculous thing that would be uh, well because creed is watched it we're gonna watch The Office every week. Yeah, and by the way, there's, for there's the many segments. episodes where Creed says nothing at all. Yeah, or one line. Yeah, I mean that line. Yeah, is in fact, there's episode. yeah, yes, but there's very few episodes where he has like more than I don't know three lines. Yeah, but I just want to know who's crazier, him or Constance? I think they would get together, and make a fantastic couple. Power. power um, duo. Yeah, no, they ha- they would have amazing babies for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. All right, so should we jump into the recap of the episode? Um, yeah, why not? We're here. We may as well. So, yeah, as you said, our crew finds themselves this week uh, working at the party for the California College Conservative Union Caucus. Um, I assume this is not a real organization, right? Well, yeah, so what exactly is this event? So first they have a meeting and they vote on stuff, right? Then they have this very extended cocktail period that lasts forever but does not actually have any cocktails. And it's just Virgin like, cocktails. Why would any college student – or forget about college. Why would anybody over the age of 10 drink a virgin cocktail? It sounds insane. Well, our, yeah. Um, well, I mean, I don't know. Is it, if it's like a, an official college club, can they serve alcohol at their events? Probably not, right? Well, this doesn't. This seems to be California-wide. All the conservatives from all the colleges in California come together. Oh, uh, fair, fair, it's, fair. Uh, yeah, from, and, from, and also from Canada. But listen, these people, yeah. Well, that, now Toronto is not part of the United States of America? <laughs> <laughs> trying to silence my voice as a one quarter Canadian. That's right. Um, one half. No, I'm a full half. What am I talking about? Quarter. Okay. Um, yeah. So I'm very confused by this event. 
Um, I mean, I guess they're like rule followers because they're conservatives. And so, although, I mean, no official f- function for only for college kids would probably serve alcohol. That's true. But there'd be, yeah, like, everybody yeah. would be outside drinking outside, you know, on the curb, basically. I guess. But these are humongous nerds. They're like in a college politics. Club. I guess. Like, so. All right. okay. I was into college politics. So. And you're like, I was in a college college. Yes. Yeah. Point. Point taken. <laughs> yeah. I was that. What was my official when I was my senior? I was the national Jewish. I was the national outreach chair. The National Jewish Outreach Chair, something like that, for the College Democrats of America. So, yeah, probably, nerd. yeah, huge nerd. Okay, fine. Point taken. Oh, did you say you were on the football team? Oh, no, you were a president <laughs> of the National Outreach for Jews as well yeah. politics. Yeah, just they put me in the Jew corner, like Josh Gad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Josh Gad. Of course, we'll get we'll get to him in a minute, but uh, but you know, our uh, second uh, curb cameo crossover. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Mm, yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, so uh, walk with me yeah. for a second. Walk with me off. All right. We're going to steal an idea from our friends uh, podcast. Uh, we're going to go for some IMD bags for Josh Gad. OK. OK. Well, like, w- what do you think he's most known for? Um, Frozen. OK. He's um he's the I've never seen Frozen, but he's the snowman. He's the right? snowman. Yeah. yeah OK. Uh, the only boy character as my kids were very angry about. Yeah, um, am I, right. I'm, am I supposed to look at it or this is like a game? No, this is a game. You're guessing. You got the first one. Okay, right. I'm guessing. Okay, I got yeah. the first one right. Uh, the other ones are ungettable, I think. <laughs> um, it's Kirby not Kirby's enthusiasm and party down. <laughs> um, I've seen one of these is, movies that I had no idea that he was in it. Oh, they're all movies, wasn't he? He's not in like I'm thinking like some show. Yeah, um, he's on Avenue. He's in Avenue Five, which I think I'm the only person who uh-huh. watches that. No, um, I don't, yeah, I've never seen that. Yeah, um, he's in Modern Family, but uh, only oh. a couple of oh, two episodes nine years apart. That's why he got the yeah, wide range. No, no he's okay. mostly a guest star. Um, oh, and New Girl. He was in three episodes of New Girl, of course. Oh, okay. Yes, as we know. Um, I heard New Girl went off the air. Uh, not permanently. Well, yeah, it was like somewhere in the middle of like season three, they just stopped airing episodes. Yeah, uh, oh, I got it. Yeah. Um, okay, so the answer is Beauty and the Beast, the 2017 uh, real life version. He plays LeFou. Uh-huh. Who's okay. LeFou? Do you have any idea who LeFou is? LeFou is Gaston's friend, like the short guy. Oh, so he's like a very tertiary character. Yes, yes. Okay. Well, because Frozen, like, Frozen, he's the middle of the he's the middle of the uh poster. He, he's the comic relief. He's not um All he's right, not okay, a main the, character. And the next one is Pixels. Which is okay, the, yeah, did, movie did not the see that. Man. And the next movie is yeah. twenty one with Ashton Kutcher, which I did see. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Um, that was based on the book, um, Breaking yeah. Down the House. Yeah. Something like uh, that. About the, like, the Black Jack team. Yeah. Uh, better book than movie, but the movie was fine. Yeah. All right. So anyway, so Josh Gad. Yes. Yeah. So Josh Gad. That's, uh, yeah. So it's, it's thinner than you would think. Yeah. Because he just guests on like all the shows and things that we like. So, or the movies we like, he has, you know, a, a very small scene. So yeah, I guess so. Maybe I should see yeah. this Frozen. Um, oh, also, Josh I, Gad starred in um in in Book of Mormon. I forgot about that. Book of Mormon. I was saying he was on. He, I said I was saying he's in a show. That's what I meant. He's in a play. Yes, yes he was. In, he I was couldn't in, remember which yes. one. There you go. Yes, That's what I. That was the main other thing I was thinking yes. of for, from. So it's interesting that like this guy who's like screams Jew to me <laughs> to you. I assume yes, curly hair, not. everything. Well, I'm, I'm saying his most famous role, Book of Mormon. He's playing a Mormon, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And now here in the college, California Conservative Union, I mean, he could be playing a Jew sort of among the wasps, but uh, it's not exactly clear. Yeah. No, he is Jewish, he says, uh, but he married a Catholic. So, but he is Jewish. Uh, the character, he, 
Which the character in Party Down, you mean? Or Josh Gad? No, in the, the, Josh Gad in real life. Yeah, of course he is. Yeah, I said he's Jewish. He's a <laughs> well, I thought you were Jew. setting it up to say that he's not. I'm just saying it's weird that his most famous roles he's not. Oh, and he's also going he's to. He reverse, plays a lot of like. Wait, what's the name of the guy from uh, Small Losers? What's the name of the guy from he, American uh, Pie? Um, the main guy. I'm not Googling it. The main guy. The main guy? The guy Eric? who fucks the pie. <laughs> oh, in American Pie. I was thinking of. Uh, um, Wait, what were you thinking of? Jason Biggs. Jason, Jason Biggs. Biggs is the opposite. Only plays Jews. He's not a Jew, although he seems like a Jew. So it's interesting. Um, he's he, also Eugene he's, Levy, 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 whatever it is, has a whole joke about like the first time he found out that Jason Biggs wasn't Jewish. He just like refused to believe it. <laughs> it's very hard. Uh, Josh Gad will be playing uh, Quasimodo in mm. the uh, live action. Oh, another non-Jewish character. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Another like, yeah, he should be like <laughs> in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And stuff. <laughs> What's going on here? Poor Josh Gad. Do you ever do you ever think when watching like Game of Thrones or getting into like one of these like deep fantasy worlds, like who are the Jews in this world? <laughs> I'm going to now. Oh, you've never um, done that before? In um in the Phantom Menace, they made it very easy to know who the Jew was. <laughs> yeah. So we, we know the Jews in the Star Wars universe. Mm. Yeah. All right. Okay. So yeah. So we're we're back at the uh, California College Conservative Union or whatever I said it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Constance Roman setting things up. Um they're trying to decide the theme for next year, which uh, it seems somebody has proposed together, although no, somebody else socialist. points out that that sounds a little bit too, yeah, a little too socialist. Yeah. Um, we can't have, you know, lovey-dovey, you know, nice-sounding things. So, yeah, so Henry's going over the various virgin cocktails. Uh, for example, the virgin Manhattan is called the, virgin, is called the Rudy Giuliani. Um, I assume that's a combination of whiskey, vermouth, and hair dye. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say I don't think he's Rudy's been drinking too many virgin ones lately, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wonder if you can get a Manhattan in prison. <laughs> yeah, we'll find out. Yeah. So yeah, so uh, Constance is like you know trying to cheer Henry up. You know that you know don't worry about it. Don't give up on your Hollywood career. Um, you know, like I had a friend and like he was, you know, he was ready to give up. He was at the age of 60. He finally decides that's it. I've had it. I'm not doing this anymore. And guess what happens next? And, and what happened? Uh, what happened? Henry's like, what? He got discovered. <laughs> She's like, no, he died. Ooh, um, plot twist. Yeah, no. Yeah. Not a not a very helpful anecdote. <laughs> So uh, Ron uh, calls together one of his classic team meetings, and he tells the group that Arnold Schwarzenegger will be attending tonight's event. He, uh, at that time, of course, was the sitting governor of California, so had a very uh, vested interest in the future of the Re Republican Party, uh, yes. especially that in California. Uh, yeah, I actually uh, went, for reasons that are long and boring, I went to the RNC the night that Arnold Schwarzenegger spoke in 2004 in New York City. Uh, yes, I recall. I recall you going to that. Yeah, he was very popular among Republicans in the mid to early 2000s. Thoughts? Uh, yeah, I, I don't I didn't follow California politics that closely, but it seems like in the end uh, he ended up being like fine. Yeah, but now they hate him because he like he hates Trump. So, yeah, yeah, no, but meaning like the whole idea that this like that Arnold Schwarzenegger was going to be the governor of a state was like considered pretty ridiculous by many people. I mean, my state's previous it, governor was Jesse Ventura, so I wasn't. Really yeah. So like, right. No, it's it was fine. And certainly given what's uh, come since then. I mean, now they have this like senile old man. He can't even walk straight as, as the president. It's the worst the presidency has ever been. Yes, of course. We need the previous guy. <laughs> 
Um, I hear he's being reinstated next week, so look out for that. Oh, yeah. With JFK Jr. as his vice president, correct? <laughs> I believe so. Um, so yeah, so but he warns them you want you are not to approach Arnold, you're not to speak to Arnold. He specifically warns Roman you are not to give your script to Arnold. <laughs> Terrible. Um yeah, as this is going on, Casey's kind of uh whispering with Henry in the back and that, you know, she's really torn, she doesn't know what to do. Like her husband really wants her to move to Vermont and like join the um what are they called? The uh the yucks. The yucks, the yucks. Yucking it up since nineteen ninety two of you don't know the yucks? Yeah. Um, I forgot them. I forgot them already from last week. Um, and Henry's like, oh, it what, sounds what kind like of marriage uh... is this where one person is on one side of the country, quote, house hunting, and the other's on the other side, quote, thinking it over? Well, I would I would say to me, my read on the situation is that like Casey was kind of being like taking the path of least resistance on this thing that she was ambivalent about. And now that it's actually happening, she's finally speaking up. But yeah. like she was, probably, I I think she was like officially in on this idea, but like now she's like, oh, I don't know, and that's why he's like, yeah, no. yeah, no, I know. I'm just saying, like, the show isn't even bothering pretending to make us think that there's yeah, any they're chance. yada yada this because this is just an origin story, yeah. not yeah. like they, this, we don't care about Casey's husband. Yeah, this couple's on the X, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, we need to, we need to. There's they should do a prequel about Casey and her husband's marriage and how they met and like the, the whole background. <laughs> That's why Lizzie Kaplan's not going to be in season three because she's mm. doing the spinoff, yeah. pre- the prequel. What's the husband's name? Out the party down. Extended the universe. Uh, I don't even think we know his name. No. Yeah. Well, well, I don't know. I don't know his name. I don't know if we know his name, but I yeah. certainly don't. Uh, you know what's very annoying? Can I change the subject for a second? Certainly. So uh, this is a complete non sequitur that will be boring to everybody. <laughs> so if I have to edit out, that's fine. You just remind me. Um, no, this is the best stuff. Okay. So my, uh, my 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 son's class, my son who's in kindergarten, his class, his teacher just sent out a list of everybody in the class when they are the uh, when their job is to bring like the challah and grape juice for like the the right. Friday Shabbat plan. Shabbos, Shabbos iman Shabbos yes. Or the other one is the person who has to bring the what well, we call it host and hostess. Is uh-huh. what our school calls it. The Shabbat host and the Shabbat hostess. And yeah, one brings challah and grape juice. One brings uh, fruit or vegetable snack. No, no treats. Anyway, the point is, my son's name is Ellie, E-L-I. There's a girl in the class named Ellie, E-L-L-I-E. Okay, that's fine. But then they have Ellie and Ellie on the same week, two times, but then not the same week the other two times. Well, why? Just keep, keep us on the same rotation or don't. <laughs> it seems highly unnecessary. Like, why are there different rotations? I don't understand what's going on here. She's like in our division, like, so we have to play her twice. Right. Um, yeah, my my uh, one of my kids was once in a class that was like all it was like it was like 12 girls and four boys. So they couldn't like just do it like half and half. So there were some weeks where there was two girls, but of course they both couldn't be Shabbos Ima because, you know, that would be very controversial in uh in our circles. Okay. So they made it like the Shabbos Ima and the Shabbos Ima's friends. <laughs> Oh boy, uh, I'm gonna no comment that one. Yeah, I'm looking here. Is, is there always um, a boy and a girl? Are we yes, we genderizing our kids at a kindergarten appropriate. That's, yes, that's generally how they do it. Oh yeah, yes, yeah. But it's host and hostess, not Abenima. No, no parental roles here involved. Um, yeah. All right. Anyway, so right, we're not, we're, we're not, we're not saying you're married. In this you could just host them a Shabbos meal together. Yes. Right. As well, that's living know. in sin, isn't it? You can't host a Shabbos meal with someone before you marry them. Well, they're, they're not. They're not living together. They're just. They're just borrowing someone else's house to host a meal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna have to ask a rabbi if that's. Yeah, it's probably not ideal. All right. Fine. They should get married. Yeah. <laughs> All right. 
Ellie will be wearing Ellie next week. All right, great. Um, my 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 my, fa- my same son, my five year old, on the way to school on the first day, he told me that there is a kid in his class who's both a he and a she, and I was okay a little surprised, but you know, I was I was feeling you know well that's very impressive that this kid is comfortable enough that my son is aware of it and, and you know and and then my son proceeded to explain to me how he knows that he says sometimes he's he and sometimes she's she and the way you know is because he wears a marvel t-shirt like i do but she has a bow in her hair oh so it's just the girl who likes marvel i don't i mean i don't know i don't know what the, what this what this child's pronouns are but according to my son it's it's sometimes he and sometimes she so because if you wear if you wear a Marvel T-shirt, you must be a he, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> well, that's what that's what I'm saying. That yeah. he, he he concluded he yeah, from wh- Marvel. Wh- and why are you trying Bo- to cancel my son? <laughs> well, he's five, so I think we're it's so okay. he's pre canceled. Oh, got it. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, eventually, <laughs> you may as well get it out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> All right, sorry. Let, let, let's get, let we can get back to the show. Yeah, this is yeah. Show. Well, yeah. If you haven't, uh, you know. Turned off one from one way or another. All right, Should I edit all um, that whatever you want. Yeah, I didn't write down the minute note, minute mark. So we shall go forward. <laughs> oh, the you, oh, the iTunes reviews will be wonderful. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Yeah. Hey, listen, maybe it'll make us go viral. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So a guest uh, comes over to Roman. Um, Roman's eating some meat, so you know this is a running thing with Roman. He eats the food. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would eat the food for sure. There's no way I would not eat. The of food course, I but would. I think you're just eating it at the end, right? I don't know. I'd be constantly eating the food. Yeah. There's no way I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Yeah. Eat. yeah, of course, yes. He uh, he compliments the guest on uh, you know the conservative uh, people's preference for beef, um, and he wonders: Is it true what they say about your ladies? Prim on the outside, but attack in the sack. Get real nasty and scratch and shit, right? <laughs> Oh, Roman. It's a highly rude thing to say to someone you've just met. He's trying to escalate small talk to medium talk. Yeah. By the way, I noticed that you've uh, you've removed that from the top of our show. Yeah, I, I thought I should throw in a, uh, a party down reference now. Um, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, we are still. But, you know, are we having fun yet? <laughs> um, so far, I say we, I say we are. Well, so yeah. what? Once we, once we're having fun, is that it? Is it over? T- tonight? I started having fun once uh, once I got my ice cream. I, I had I thought about it. I had not gotten an ice cream cone for myself. In other words, not for my kids or my wife or someone else that I might have a part of, but my own ice right. cream cone. I had not purchased minimum twenty years. <laughs> like I, <laughs> really? I cannot remember the last time that I did that. Uh, I definitely have. I, I, mean, I do that like, probably eaten, once a summer. Ice cream, but not like yeah. I, I, I understand. What, I understand what you're saying. I know what an ice cream cone is. <laughs> Shall I explain it? Because I shared it in the chat. People immediately cruise. I said, oh, a cap is much better. A cap is much worse. What kind of thing is that? Can you eat a cap? No. Is a cap a delicious? No, crunch? The, I, no. Well, I wrote I wrote a bowl is better. And it was a, it was that joke. Oh, from it was from the 86th. Oh, yeah. We had that show that we talked about for one week. <laughs> there oh. was a whole bit oh, yes. that she does okay, about yes. people well, who I prefer bowls. Who was on? You the, can't eat it. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh Cassie's obviously on, on the on the cone Team side. Cone. Right? Yes, yeah, of course. Yes, yes. as am I. No, okay, cones, yes. cones are amazing. A waffle cone. No, is cones, great, cones are much said. worse for your kids because they make a mess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you can't get a cone for your yeah. kids. Although, as insane. we know from George Costanza, you can make quite a mess even with a cap. <laughs> you can, but it's much easier. It's automatic with a cone. Yeah, the George Costanza mess is it, like, impossible the, the to top, do. 
<laughs> Even if you're trying <laughs> to make a mess, you need a team the, of people to work on a mess that big. You give your kid a cone. The top scoop is off within 30 seconds for sure. Yeah. Um, you, you were from my neck of the woods. Are you familiar with Ice Cream on Grand? No. Oh, Ice Cream on Grand is like a, a very old sort of uh, famous. I've been told I've only lived for five years, but uh, it's, is, it's it like an, a, is it an ice cream shop spelled S-H-O-P-P-E? No, it's just Ice Cream on Grand. That's the oh, okay. No, I'm at, I'm asking if it's an ice, it's an ice cream shop like oh, it's an yeah. old school. It's, yeah, it's a shop. Yeah, you got to stand in line. And you, anyways, the point is, we go there one time, like one summer. The first time we actually never go there anymore because my wife prefers Dairy Queen, but uh, which is insane. But that's a separate story. Um, we and I don't care about ice cream enough to to make a fight. Uh, we go there. <laughs> my son gets his ice cream cone, <laughs> and I don't. I mean, this is a story that everyone has with their kids. It's a bad story. I should just adopt. It. It's just funny in our family because he like immediately one part dropped, as you said, and then. He immediately demanded that we get him another one. We said no. And so his response was, of course, to take the entire thing and chuck it on the floor. <laughs> and then we told him, and this is outside, by the way, because you're, you just walk, you order, walk up the store, like, and then we informed him that that was the only one he was getting. And then he dove to the ground and started licking the side <laughs> And he did stuff. not get another ice cream. So, yeah, fuck you, Kobe. <laughs> fuck you. You got to be firm with your kids. No second ice creams. All right, back to the show. Yeah, yeah. So we uh, we meet Josh Gad. We meet Jeffrey. Um, he's uh, Jared ta- also taking taking Ron taking Ron for a little walk and talk, and he tells Ron that Arnold is running a little bit late, so they need to move the buffet back by an hour. And he explains to Ron that the key to success is that you follow the formula of mm. work hard and you succeed, mm-hmm. and that's it. It's that easy. A leads to B, automatic. And that's how and that's how he was able to rise all the way to the role of secretary, which oh, he explains phones. is not is not the female phone answering type. Oh yes. Oh he's not female, yes. No, he's uh he's the third in third in command mm-hmm. of the whole state. Um so yeah, as they're walking uh backstage, they find Kyle in what's supposed to be an off limits area, mm-hmm. um getting a uh he's uh, getting the phone call about the uh Palisades audition. Yeah. But his agent does not even know if it's because of the eyebrow. Yeah. Or, or know, maybe, maybe, maybe that's he's told that we just don't find out. Um, I'm guessing the eyebrow yeah. didn't help. Yeah. Maybe? Well, the agents don't always tell you the real the real uh, answer. Probably. Mm, yeah. Who knows? What they want to, you know, you know, pump you up still. Um, so uh, Ron uh, has an has an opportunity to see the gifts that have been purchased for Arnold, which includes a package of cigars and a U.S. flag that had flown over a uh, convoy in Iraq that came under enemy fire. Mm-hmm. And it's like this is like a thing that people are, should be familiar with, right? Like Ron is like incredibly ignorant here, right? Right. That he's like, why is this like charred here? Like, yeah, yeah like that. People, people know that. Yeah, you, you figure it out in the context. Yeah. Um, yeah. And jo- Josh Gad is very protective of the very specific set of rules by which the flag is folded. Well, of course, you know, yeah. if you're uh, like America, then the most important thing is to like know everything about the flag and do everything with the flag correctly and have the biggest flag. Mm. You definitely want to put like in your name, you should have an American flag as part of your name. Mm-hmm. Yes. Just to Maybe. let people know. So I, I actually I, I actually watched this episode three times this week. And the second time it was with some mutual friends of ours. And I was thinking during this, um, and then I asked them, and, and so let me ask you, Av, were you a Boy Scout as a kid? 
Um, I was. I, I can't believe you don't remember. I've told I told an incredible story once um, on your other podcast about my experience in the Boy Scouts. Wait, what was the story? Remind me. Um, my uh, the person who had been my Boy Scout. Oh know, yes, yes, concurrently. Yes, 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 yes. Um, yeah, murdered his kids. <laughs> yeah, he murdered his kids. Um, right, he then we'll go he, back he there, from yes. that point forward ceased to be our uh, Boy Scout leader, and I pretty much ceased to be in the Boy Scout. <laughs> Wait, hold on a second. At the time that he was arrested, he had, was your active Boy Scout leader? Correct. What? Wait, I thought there was like a period of time that elapsed between point A and point B. I mean, it might have been like over the summer this happened. Within the calendar so like, year. Holy moly. Oh, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty nuts. It was okay, pretty so nuts. you quit before you learned how to fold the flag. I was not, I was never a Boy Scout yeah. type. Person. But folding the flag is not like... that. It's almost, you know, the way that you fold the paper to make the little football when you play the flicker football game in school? Yeah. It's very similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. right. That part is not that hard. Yeah. Yeah, the folding is not the issue. Yeah, but I was not doing things with, like, tying knots and hooks and, ah, uh, fuck that shit. Yeah. You never did the uh, the, 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 um, the derby race where you make the... the yeah, car? we did that. My dad was like, really into it. He, yeah. he built a really good car for me. It can't weigh more than five pounds. That was the big strict thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weight, you do the weight. Yeah, he was a... My dad's, like, a big, like, woodworker mm. and, like, yeah. handy tools yeah, this, guy. This was all he, an like, excuse for the dads to go crazy. Yeah, so like, he built our sukkah, so like this was like his dream. He like had like his power saw, and he was like sanding it and getting it exact down mm-hmm. to the right measurements, mm-hmm. and like he like figured out different ways to like weight it to How'd like you get do? The, like. Um, we did very well. I don't remember oh, wow. if we won literally or, but like yeah, we were Humble like, brag. yeah. I mean, I didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I was the official the entrance on paper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's like, yeah, it's like when the people like put up a front to like get like, uh, like, you know, women or minority owned business. It was like that. It's like, oh, you have to be a child to enter this contest. <laughs> All right. Well, I will enter under your name. <laughs> I'll use your address and I'll never figure it out. All right. Uh, it's been it's been known to happen. <laughs> um. So, yeah. So Ron is telling Jeffrey how much he admires their organization and their mission. Um, I love conservatives and, you know, I have my own small, my own small business ownership dreams, telling him all about the uh, soup and crackers, soup and crackers. What's it called? Soup or crackers, soup or crackers. Um, and, and how he would, uh, he would love to be, I'll have the opportunity to shake his hand and just say, yeah, um, I don't know what that's about, <laughs> but it seems uh, to work on our friend Josh Gad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, he he likes Arnold. He's a friend of his. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so uh, back to uh, Roman um, eating again, uh, complaining about the guests again, um, saying that the only thing that they could lead is a circle jerk. <laughs> and um, Casey uh, has her phone, and she uh, lets out a scream. Does not as, appreciate as mean- Roman's hilarity. Yeah. Meanwhile, Kyle comes in to complain to Roman that he didn't get the gig for Palisades, and it's because of him. Yeah, honestly, like, Roman's, like, a huge asshole. Like, he's really harming his, uh, you know, (laughs) this guy's career. Um, I mean, it's meant to be entertaining for us, but, like, yeah. 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 I I prefer that, Uh, especially since, like, whatever. I'm I'm very mad on Kyle so far. So, like, whatever. Okay. I have no affection for him at all. Uh, But maybe that'll change. Oh, maybe we could. Should we like rank the team? Ooh, because it's like there really is a set. So like almost like we're watching like a, like a like a twenty a twenty checkpoint marble run. 
And we're just going to see who's up and who's down for each one of us individually. Something. Yeah. I don't know if we have All to right. do everybody. So just, just the core six. Yeah, or maybe not. Sort of like with Survivor like, when I used to do the Survivor podcast, I'd rank the, all the character, all the people after each episode. Right. Okay, so maybe we'll do that starting, uh, starting next starting episode. now. Starting now or starting next episode? I was referencing Kramer, but I mean, yes, I know. We we can't we can't start it like now. It takes that much uh, effort to. I guess I guess we can do it. Yeah, I guess we could do it. Yeah. All right, and then we'll we'll uh, we'll submit what, our. What's, what's uh, the name of this uh, segment? Um. I don't know. Let's, uh, people should write in. People yes. should write in. Give us the name of the segment as we rank these. Give us party, a name. We need a name. Give us a name. Down. Yes. <laughs> um, parties down. Rank the caterers. No, that's no good. No. Um, order the waiters. Oh, something with a waiter and an order. Like the waiter takes your order. I don't let, let, let other people I'll take your. Ideas. I'll take your order. Well, but preferably it has to be something that's said by somebody on the show, or if not this show, the oh. curb, or if not curb, then rehearsal, or if not rehearsal, then Seinfeld. Between the four yeah. shows, we need a character right. to say something that I can pull a clip of. So <laughs> ideally, it should be ideally it should be from Seinfeld. <laughs> well, did you see? I mixed in a couple from. Uh, I did the asshole uh, clip intro is now from uh, this show. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, I, the- no, I didn't. I didn't listen to the whole episode. Oh, just just the first five seconds. Um, I listened to a little bit, and then yeah. I said, I already know what was in this podcast. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Check out a different podcast. I, I presume that you already know. Yeah. Um, I like to do some quality control, but uh, <laughs> let's not go crazy here. <laughs> um, okay, so, so yeah, so Kyle grabs Roman scripts and makes fun of it. Um, you know, the title being Terror Bird. He thinks it's very stupid. Nobody would ever be scared of a bird. Mm. Um, Constance agrees she wouldn't be scared of a bird unless it was at least 100 feet tall. Yeah. Now, this touches upon an argument that I've had before uh, in relation to our mascot battle in the 32 Fans podcast, which is Velociraptors. Very small. These Terror Birds are much scarier. And by the way, if you Google the words Terror Bird, as I did, yeah, um, you learn all about this. Um, this uh, so this thing that he refers to, which is the Phorosrosidae. I don't know how to pronounce it. It's uh, if you Google if you Google terror bird, the first hit is for the Phorosrosidae, which is colloquially known as the terror bird. Oh. So yeah, Roman speaks the truth here. All right, Team terrifying Roman. bird. And our friend Dan Wisner from the governor's office at the end of the episode, he seems quite interested in Terror Bird, does he not? <laughs> he does. He does. He, he reads the title and he's not turned off. He will. He turns the page. So seems like a good sign. Yeah. yeah so Constance uh, chimes in to say that she is furious and mm. she will be spitting on the appetizers. Yes. Because she heard a guest make a gay joke, mm-hmm. although she cannot remember one of those fashions. Which one? Yeah. Yeah. No, she can't remember uh, which appetizer the, the 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 gay basher was eating, so he she shall spit oh, on all. Oh, them. oh, so she's gonna spit on all of them. Yeah, of course. Right, because just because if he's eating that appetizer, that means that's the only appetizer he will be eating. Yeah. Right. Well, we learned in last episode, right, that the that the, the African American guests could only eat appetizers that were not shrimp. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So very segmented appetizer. And here they can and here they can uh, participate yeah. but not vote. But um, yeah. But Kyle convinces her not to. He says there's other things we can do other than spitting. And she says, like, what? I love spitting. And I need to tell you, I, this is very upsetting for me because I watched this episode the day before, the day after. No, the same day. The very same day. Yeah, oh, I, the yeah, spitting I watched incident. Yeah, the spitting incident. Wait, did I tell you about the spitting incident? 
Well, there was a very pub, very famous public celebrity spitting incident this week. Yeah, that's Harry ta- Styles. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. No, I'm talking about me yeah. at the Yankees game. Oh, that's what I'm that talking about. Or have they not? Oh, I see. What happened to the Yankee game? Back and to the left. I was at the Yankees game on Monday afternoon with my children, and we were sitting in seats. It turns out we were supposed to be in section four eleven, but we were in four twelve, or vice versa. Because I made the wrong turn out of the out of the thing. But we sat in our what we thought was our assigned seats, but was actually one section off. I think. So anyway, okay. So the people next, but we're just in the four hundred. Who cares? So then the people next, and the answer I will learn shortly is who cares? Really, who cares? Because the Yankees have no security or ushers up there whatsoever. So um, the people who are sitting next to us, there's a huge group of like seven people in a row, and they say, "Hey, sorry." These people here say we're sitting in their seats, so we need to move down, and you're in our seats. And so the entire row behind us and in front of us is, like, empty. So we're like, okay, so we just move backwards one row, me and my father and all these children that I'm ferrying along. And then <laughs> after um, me and my father and all this, these children was this couple sitting in the last two seats before the, like, at the end of the aisle, uh, or before the aisle. And they were very unfriendly, the, the woman especially. Like, every time me and my kids would pass by and make her get up which was a hundred times because my kids are annoying um very unfriendly but anyways so this the guy from the group of seven comes up to her and says excuse me you're in our seat i'm sorry but can you move because um you know because these people took our seats so our, and so we got to sit in our side seats and this woman does like the stare ahead straight just pretend you're not there just no acknowledgement whatsoever <laughs> which is Amazing. an incredibly dick thing to do however yeah i like it yeah the gentleman then decides to make a bad choice in my opinion so, which is, I will say, the second mistake. Uh, the first mistake being cut out, uh, by the woman, which is he starts screaming at her. Do you want to be taken out of here by security? You're in my seat. And then she stands up, drops many expletives, smacks him, and then spits. And the spit comes out of her mouth and lands on his lips. A stranger spits on. <laughs> it was like the grossest thing in the world. And me That's and wild. my father and these children are like, 18 inches away from this This is happening directly in front of us. And it by far, by far the most entertainment that we had all day. Um, And then right behind us are these three hilarious guys who are giving like play by play of everything that's going on. It's, it Uh it was actually like scary because this one was like swinging at this guy and my kids are like right there. Meanwhile, the friend of the guy keeps turning us. He's like, I'm so sorry. I know you have kids here. This is so inappropriate because there's tons of cursing and screaming going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then this woman's boyfriend who had been out of the picture he had like gone to the concession or something or the bathroom. He comes back. He didn't see the spit or the initial thing, but he sees his female companion fighting with this man. And so then he's like this young, like wannabe tough guy. He gets up to that guy and says, Who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? More cursing, more pushing, more shoving. Everybody's like, Where is anybody of security or an usher or police? There was nobody there of any like formal role whatsoever. And then eventually a guy showed up with a dog, like much, much later. And then wow. the woman with the purple hair, like the one, the spitter, she looks at her ticket and instead of row three, she was supposed to be row four or whatever, like literally <laughs> like the smallest move. And then everybody was just sat in their seats and there were no consequences for anyone. So fuck the Yankees and all their fans. Fuck the Yankees. Agreed. Yes. Yankees um, suck. Yeah. So and, and then all of a sudden the next day, spitting is like the biggest story on Twitter. So. Yeah. And now uh, on this episode. Yes. Well, I've, I've spoken a lot of other random things. Also, but yeah. Anyway, I, I, I love spitting. Yeah, so um, Henry is uh, tending the bar, serving some drinks. <laughs> One of the party guests sees him swallow a pill and starts uh, interrogating him about it. And Henry reveals that he pre- that he abuses alcohol and painkillers to drown out his misery and notes that, anyway, I'm a liberal, so I'm not really your problem. Yeah. 
And so they, they uh, nonetheless start offering him unsolicited advice on how to, uh, you know, pull himself up by his bootstraps. Mm. And they regale him with stories of how when he considered quitting growing up, his dad would just look at him and utter the words, Jim Abbott. Mm-hmm. And, and Henry's like, and what? <laughs> uh, they explained to him, you know, Jim Abbott had one hand and he still rose to be a professional baseball player. And of course, um, Ob, do you know what happened on uh, 19, no, 29 years ago to the day? I think as of uh, like three days ago is when Jim Abbott Jim threw Abbott's his no hitter. Yeah, his no hitter. Yeah, it's really a crazy thing. Yeah, yeah, really a crazy thing that yeah. uh, he threw a no hitter. Yeah, Jim Abbott, Republican hero. Yeah, so you also can do whatever you want uh, because Jim Abbott is awesome. Yeah, exactly. See that major league baseball player who has a skill that's better than 99.9% <laughs> of the world? Be like him. Right. right. He's so good that he didn't even need to have two hands to pitch a no-hitter in yeah. major leagues. Like That's how good he is at pitching. Mm-hmm. Um, how good are you at anything? Not that good. <laughs> uh, well, I could read a contract and tell you what it says, I guess. I wonder if he was ever asked um, to comment on this episode. I don't see it anywhere on his Wikipedia page. Yeah, I doubt it. I mean, he is an international um, speaker now professionally. So, Oh, yeah? That makes sense. Yeah. Um, He's inspiring. So, yeah. He also so, had two uh, career hits, which is even more impressive. Um, yeah. They're the, the best player on my team in one year of Little League was a, a guy that only had one arm. And he was the best pitcher on the team and the best hitter on the team. It was mm. crazy. He was so good. I play pickleball with this guy with one arm who's uh, much better than me. I don't know if he's the best, but let's say good. <laughs> let's say good. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was by far the best player on our team. Yeah. So then they, they give a whole litany of examples uh, beyond Jim Abbott. And I got to say, the one that really like stuck in my crawl, like annoyed me, was the Max Cleland one. <laughs> So Why? yeah, well, did he he did so, he like amp- got something amputated? Yeah, like so Vietnam Max Cleland right? was it? Yeah, Max Cleland was a Democratic senator from Georgia who um, lost, I think, both legs and one arm in Vietnam, and was a triple amputee, but was a senator from Georgia, and he was running for re-election in two thousand two, and this was uh, you know eleven uh, whatever one year after nine eleven, and it was a year where Republicans did very well, and in particular, Karl Rove attacked uh like the campaign against max cleland and the republican challenger by the way was a draft dodger who had not served in the army attacked max cleland and mocked him and said that he was the same as osama bin laden in that he was supporting america's enemies when he had literally lost three and then they tried to diminish they said oh he wasn't even a good soldier of vietnam they did the thing like what they do with john Kerry. so anyways the point is the way that they like character assassinated like this like american serviceman hero and tried to or successfully ended his career in 2002 i just thought it was a little rich that uh and now he's being praised by these, uh, by these. Young, yeah. Uh, well, what, what I'll say is, you know, if you got amputated, that means you got shot. And I prefer soldiers yes. that don't get shot. Yeah. Fair. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, that's what I have to say about that. Yes. Well, well that sounds like a winning uh, policy. So yeah. <laughs> if I were to hear someone say that before they ran for president, I said, well, that person will never be successful running for president. <laughs> um, Let's see how. So, it yeah. Out. So, uh. Yeah, so Casey, uh, Casey, well, she uses the word shrimp referring to the food, mm. but uh, the short guy thinks she's talking about him. So you don't uh, think ha, that ha. that was any part of her intent? No, mm. I don't think so. Not I think she was talking about the food. Yeah, well, she said, I didn't um, mean to be on PC, which is a strange way to put it. Like, I didn't mean to insult you. <laughs> a, but of course, they need to get into the PC thing. So. Yeah, of course. Um, she lets uh, Henry know that the Comedy Central gig didn't work out and uh, she thinks it's time to quit. 
Um, so the uh, one of one of the Republicans, you know, chimes in and says, "How can you quit? Nobody ever accomplished anything by quitting. What if Ronald Reagan quit?" <laughs> so Casey's like, "Quit acting? He did. Yeah, maybe if Ronald Reagan hadn't quit, the whole world of the you know the whole course of human history would be different." Mm-hmm. <laughs> if Ronald Reagan had remained an actor. Uh, who knows? Um, Ron comes over and he's like, "Hey, it's amazing! I'm gonna get to shake hands with Arnold and take a photo." And um, a guest overhears Ron mentioning the Cuban cigars that are being given to him because he's talking about the gifts as well. And now everyone's all upset that we're going to give communist cigars to the governor. He's going to be so upset. We can't do that. Um, so they have to have, to have a whole floor debate and vote to see uh, what, what the gift should be. Yeah. And it's very unclear to me what the other board members positions are on this. They seem to both <laughs> want to keep the Cuban cigars. But then, like the vice president, the the current he says, "Oh, I'm gonna have to go back and think." It comes down to me, but he doesn't give like an answer. It's just, it's I'm very confused by that. What their positions are? Um, yeah, I, I mean, I didn't really uh, pay that close attention to the positions. I was more focusing on the comedy. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, obviously Jeff very pissed off at Ron and. Casey gets approached by uh, another guest at the party um, who notices that she dropped the Yucks poster. And it turns out this person is from Vermont, which is a good opportunity for Casey to ask her, you know, what things are like there and get the whole download. And a surprising friendship blossoms between Casey yeah. and our, our young and friend here. stranger girl. Um, yeah. So constant points Kyle out the, uh, the guest who had previously made the gay joke and, Kyle goes up to him and uh, asks him, hey, do you know any good gay jokes? <laughs> Which, um, you would think that this guy should like realize he's being set up or something because that's not it's a very bizarre question to ask. But um, okay, Kyle, uh, very smooth. And so, yeah, so he tells this whole long-winded joke and Kyle says, well, guess what? I'm gay. And the guy guess like, oh, okay, I'm also gay. So Kyle's like, no, 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 I'm not gay. <laughs> Heaven forfeit. <laughs> Heaven forfeit. Right. Well, you shouldn't think for more than the absolute necessary to pull off the scam that I'm trying to do that I'm gay. <laughs> now, now that that's over, yeah. let me please immediately correct the record. <laughs> um, my father's gay. Well, yeah, my father, my, yeah, my father's not gay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's just a line. <laughs> um, I'm outing him. He's not gay. Um, they tally the votes. Uh, he's very not gay. Uh, they tally the votes. On the oh, who are you, Donald Trump Jr.? <laughs> what does that mean? Donald Trump Jr., because he's jealous of the fact that his father wants to have sex with his sister, is constantly talking about how he wants that, how like how great a, like, a, 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 a man at like having sex with women his father is. Like last week, for example, when like they released the, um, the redacted um, warrant to search you know, Mar-a-Lago. So Donald Trump Jr. responded. Wait, they searched Mar-a-Lago? I haven't heard about this. So Donald Trump Jr. uh, sent out on Instagram and Twitter a picture of his father um, playing golf with an extremely long black, like, redacted mark in front of the penis all the way down to the ground with the message, like, redact this. It's like a constant Uh thing. Like, he loves to talk about how uh, how his father is such a virile, large-penis man. It's like a very strange... Maybe he happens to be very large-penis. I'm, I'm sure I mean, he we is. Know from, we, we, we know from the debate that it is. Yes. 
And of course, when one has he said there's penis, no problem there. When one has a large penis, one's children, of course, love to brag about their father's love penis, large penis, because that's what uh, uh, what, children love to talk about. you? I mean, if I mean, obviously, Jerry Chester uh, is not a member of the exactly. Johnson's Club. I've outed him as a non-large penis. That's true. Because <laughs> if he had one, I'd be so proud of it. I would tell everybody. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It would be the first thing you tell about. Hi, I'm Alexander Chester, and my father has a large penis. Yeah. Um, yes, that's what you would say every episode. <laughs> Because <laughs> it would be the main thing you would want people to know. Yeah, of course. Uh, that's the main takeaway here. Um, so, yeah. So they uh, they tally the votes on the Cuban cigar issue. And at first they say that the vote failed by one. But then they realize that Todd voted and he's not mm. allowed to. Yeah, of course immediately not. triggers Constance. Um, he goes crazy. I can't believe that you're not letting the black guy vote. And they're like, he's nothing to do with he's black. He's from Toronto. And like non-citizens can't vote. That's what they want um, you to think. Yeah, it's I don't know why that would be a rule, like in the stupid like club. Like, <laughs> like you don't have to be like a U.S. citizen. Like, this is not binding. I mean, they're the conservatives. The I thought like it makes sense. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, so Ron is uh, pulling Constance out of the room. Uh, she yells at them to have some self-respect. You know, now Toronto is not in the United States of America anymore. Since when? Um, and yeah, Ron basically kicks her out, and uh, Jeffrey He's now matters a woman, yeah. Um, so Jeffrey uh sends Ron to get some uh American cigars to replace the Cubans, and he, of course, delegates his Constance and sends her in his place mm-hmm. while Ron is rummaging through the uh the bag. He also finds Roman script in there, uh, which Roman had tried to sneak in along with the flag. Uh, he sends it back to Roman and uh, chastises him for breaking the rules while he goes off to clean the flag, uh, which has been soiled with barbecue sauce. Yeah. Now, listen, I know that that Ron is a fuck up. That's a theme, not just of the episode, but as you said, you know, of the entire series. <laughs> but like, what the hell is he doing throwing the American flag in the laundry machine? He knows it's supposed to be dirty because he just had this precise conversation, Right. It just makes no sense on any level. Like he's like he has like no cognitive skill at all. <laughs> Even if he's concerned about the barbecue sauce, which makes no sense because then we'll later see him try to dirty up a replacement flag by any means necessary. But even if the barbecue sauce was somehow a disqualifying like mess, just wipe that little section or fold it a different way. It's just like it, it's impossible to like understand how truly stupid he is here. But um, <laughs> especially because again, they, they didn't need Josh Gad's uh, uh, character. What's his name? Jeffrey Ells. They didn't need him to specifically explain, no, this flag is supposed to be dirty, but they did that. So <laughs> Right. They yeah. could have just had it been a clean flag. Yeah. Although, but then why Although would be, that would be like that? a very lame gift. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the governor. We're going to give him something. An American yeah, flag. I got off. <laughs> this entire gift is very lame. You know the least lame part? Terror bird. That's the only thing that governor <laughs> cigars. I can't afford those. Right. Afford it's the only it's the only thing that's creative. Yeah, although let me ask you, how is everyone so easily acquiring these Don Targus Cuban cigars in two thousand eight? Um, you get Cuban cigars. Yeah, I mean black market, I guess. I'm sure there's like <laughs> she goes so cat constance goes to the black market. That's <laughs> that's where she was sent. Um, yeah, whatever. There must be st- just there's stores where they sell them. I guess so. And Constance knew how to find one. Yeah, oh, good for her. Nobody really has you know, phones in, in this uh, episode, in this world, in 2008. Um, Neither did I in 2008, actually. Yeah, I, I think that was right around. Yeah, I got my first Blackberry the summer of 2009. And then I and then I came back yeah, so after the summer. Really I was bad. like, oh, that's very good. And then I bought an iPhone. 
Yeah, I had 2007. I had a BlackBerry. Oh, look at this guy. So that was my first one. Yeah. Well, much older than you. Yes, of course. All right. Um. All right. So now we have a uh, Greg and Heather again, right? Um, Greg and Heather. Who is Greg and Heather? Well, Heather is getting is talking to Casey about the yucks and about the uh, family values. Oh, that's Heather. I don't know her yet. I don't know her name. Yeah. Okay. Um, is that where we are? I don't know where we are. Constance brought Constance was sent uh, to, to to buy cigars. Yeah. Ron is is washing American flags with bleach. Yeah, well, that's not. I have first that um, Roman is. Uh, he does a whole thing about uh, it's good to be a quitter because they're losers. Everything is random anyway, and nothing oh, yeah, matters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you yeah. may as well quit. Yeah. Um, well, and then, yeah, Ron discovers that, that he's uh, accidentally bleached a flag, so he goes to try to steal one from a flagpole. At the same time, Constance comes back with a Dantargas. As you said, I do love when he when he when he yells at Constance to, to duck. Like they have to crawl back into the building. Unclear why. <laughs> yeah, so she Ron tells her to pull off all the labels and just toss them into the briefcase. Yeah, and um, they're trying to um, so, age. So, the, and, the, so Schwarzenegger is being impressed by a bunch of labelless cigars. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. It just looks like you want them at a gas station. <laughs> Even those have like fake little labels for ninety nine cents. Yeah, so Ron uh, pulls Henry with him to the parking lot with a lighter and some alcohol. <laughs> um, he's, you know, so, so he's trying to like rip up and like singe the flag a little bit to kind of make it look like the uh, the original one. Um, meanwhile, as you said, Casey and uh, the uh, what's her name, Heather, yeah, uh, they're talking about Vermont. They're looking at pictures. Um, it's beautiful but boring. Uh, meanwhile, it turns out that what, what uh, Heather's fiance. What did you say his name was? Greg. Greg. Okay. Wow. You're very good. You know the names. Of course. It's um, turns out he wants to stay in DC because he got a really good internship right, there, so which leads to a whole fight. I want to pause and like try and figure out the biography of these two characters. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right, so Heather's from Vermont. Well, that's been established, right? Yeah. We don't know where Greg is from. But we do yeah, know he's from anywhere. But we do know that they're planning on moving back, quote, back to Vermont after graduation. Now, could the back that was the intended also, plan? But could the back mean only for her or could the back mean for both of them? Despite, we will now learn that Heather had previously got an internship in D.C., but Greg had told her, no, no, no. Even if you got an internship, you got to sacrifice it for family values. We got to go back to Vermont, which would make it seem like he's also from Vermont. But then, yeah, that makes sense. But oh. then. So, OK, so Greg is also from Vermont, but also seemingly. Yeah. But we also know they're not graduating this year because Jeffrey already told us that he's going to challenge Greg next year for group president. <laughs> right. Vice President Greg going up against Secretary Jeffrey. So, so Greg has an internship lined up for two years from now. This is very confusing. Well, maybe it's for the summer, but they're moving back to Vermont. Oh, that was just a, so that wasn't a move. That was just the summer in Vermont. I don't know. Move yeah, it's possible. That it's possible. I don't know how official any of these backstories really yeah. are. <laughs> I, I listen. I, I want a Greg and Heather spinoff, although I don't think they lasted too long. Um. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a very good show. Yeah, <laughs> about two two DC interns. Try to make it work. Yeah. And then they go back to Vermont. And then they're reading. They're reading on TV. I'm watching it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, All right. So we go back outside. Yeah. Back outside. Ron is. What I think is the funniest scene so far through the two episodes (laughs) of the show. Yeah. It's pretty great. Um, They um, they start burning the flag. 
<laughs> I'm a fuck up. Every line that Adam Scott says is great. He's like, he's like, oh, he's, he's like, do something. He snaps a picture. You can put that next to one of you and Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Super cracking. It's just everything is amazing. Uh, then yeah, of course they see the whole the whole party is looking out the window watching them. And, and Casey um, happily waves, and Adam happily waves. <laughs> Henry, sorry. Um, so yeah, so this guy Dan Weissman comes in, lets them know the government the governor has been held up permanently in a I love this guy, emergency. I He's not gonna this, make it. I looked up this actor who plays Dan Weisner. It's not somebody that I was familiar with, but I was hoping I would, because I don't know. Strong jawline that Dan Weisner. Yeah. Um we um and they and they and they they fold the flag and uh, hand it over to him very nebishly. Yes. Um Henry and Casey just doing, you know, post-game wrap-up on the party. And, you know, she says, you know, that she doesn't really mind the idea of Vermont. It's more that she doesn't want to give up on her career yet. And that's what, you know, she feels like uh, that's what going to Vermont would be. And Henry, uh, you know, he's getting ready for a big speech, telling her to stay. Uh, And then she's like, really? He's like, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, But repeatedly throughout the episode, uh, he's been offering her advice. She's saying she has no interest. Rejecting it. Yes. Yep, and then in our uh, final uh, mid-credit scene, we get uh, Super Dan Weissman in the car, enjoying the cigars and reading the script. Hmm. Yes. Do you think he's even from Schwarzenegger's office, or did he just <laughs> show up to get a free cigars and a script? He just he just walks around campuses, yeah, looking for events that are wrapping up and see if he can collect presents. Yeah, sometimes it works. Yeah, you, you look, you hang around outside for a few minutes. You hear what they're talking about. You hear what they're planning on doing. And yeah, you settle your way in into some free cigars. I like it. Well, I don't know how official any of these rankings really are. All right. So, Av, uh, what is your rating for this episode? Yeah, I'm going to go a couple notches uh, down from last week because um, I'm not I'm not grading it as a pilot. Now I'm grading it as an episode. And I thought I thought this was pretty middle of the road. Um, I'll say it's pretty, pretty, pretty good. Um, and some of it is just, I guess, like some of the comedy is just like of the, with like the Republican stuff is just like almost like cringeworthy because it's like whatever they're making fun of here is just like pales in comparison. Yeah, of course. It's like you made this this one this exact episode. Any political today. humor like, is like pre-Trump and post-Trump. Yeah, it's just like the okay, oh, haha, they're so bad. Even, or, I almost don't even know how we can watch Veep anymore. It's like oh, this is insane and absurd. It would never happen. Meanwhile, you know, cut to real life. Um, yeah, I, I agree with you. I uh, I also say this episode is pretty, pretty, pretty good. Um, I laughed so hard, as I said, during the flag burning scene. But overall, not my favorite episode. I'm looking forward on the titles of some of the next episodes. I'm very, very excited for a bunch of those um, in this one. But it was good. I definitely enjoyed it. And I'm definitely uh, excited to, to continue going. Let's say good. Yeah. Oh, come on. Be a come with guy. Who's your come with guy? Uh, my uh, come with guy is Arnold Schwarzenegger for ditching these jerks. <laughs> um, so by not coming with, he is the come with. Mm, interesting. I'm sending old Dan Weisner. Uh, or maybe not. We don't even know anymore. Uh, listen, poor Jeffrey Ells. He's such a tryhard. He can't match Greg's good looks. He's doing all the hard work behind the scenes. He's constantly calling on Ron to walk with him, which is just another way of saying, be my come with guy. But Josh or Jeffrey, whatever the hell your name is, have more confidence. You don't need to recruit a come with guy. You are the come with guy. I think he uh, he's the funniest one. I really like him in this, in this episode. That's uh, that's very interesting. Oh, what? I'm the asshole here? I am. I'm, I'm the asshole? I'm the asshole. Oh, I get it. I'm the asshole here, huh? Put your clothes on, Gordon. 
No one wants to see your penis. No one. Well, why? Maybe I'll win an award for best cock. Because I say Jeffrey is the fucking asshole. What? Why? Yeah, I can't stand this guy. Uh, he's the embodiment of everything that is wrong with this society and this uh, caucus occurring here today. And he also wears tattered underwear um, <laughs> in, in the same uh, different universe, but overlapping. Yeah. Um, yeah, I find I found him to be very. I mean, he's funny, but he's very irritating. Um, and he uh, he's very mean to Ron. He bosses him around from the start. Yeah, because he's like trying him. he's trying to turn Ron from a fuck up into an achiever. <laughs> you know who the fucking asshole? The fucking asshole's Ron. He burned the American flag, <laughs> but he was doing it for Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> um, yeah, it's almost better than the fucking asshole award for this year. Would almost be like the biggest nebuch, but I feel like Ron is just going to win it every week. So yeah, right. He it may have to be, and we prefer not to pick Ron unless absolutely. Necessary. Yeah, it's like. So like do you Glenn have your ranking of the of the main the core six characters, the four the six uh, waiters? I could I could try to do it on the fly. I will. I'll put is Kyle this based on this episode alone or through two episodes. No, I'm gonna say for oh oh. I, I like the belt holder. I say like through two episodes. Who who's leading the race at this point? Okay, fine. And we could and we could say if we're if we make any adjustments or just sticking with our okay sure. fine so I will put um I'll put Kyle number six okay fine I'll go Casey number five although I expect her to climb I will go with Ron number four I will go with Henry number three yeah Constance two and Roman one hmm, interesting all right I'm gonna go with Casey six to start out with actually mm-hmm. she's definitely going to climb I think I gave a spoiler yeah. about that earlier five I'm going to put Kyle because he's just so stupid and you know <laughs> I don't even know what we're ranking based on but yeah I'll put yeah. him five uh, Constance I'll put four because she's just she's a little much like she's a little hard. she she's giving me a little Phoebe vibes from friends if Kyle yeah. is our Joey then Constance is our Phoebe and I guess we're yeah, doing that. I guess that's fair. All right, so Casey, Casey's the Rachel, obviously, because she's running away from her husband in the beginning of the show. Right. Okay. True. Okay. Uh, I guess Henry makes, Chandler. I guess well, Henry's a mix of Chandler and Ross because he's going to get with with Casey, right? I mean, if you define him by his relationships, yes. Yeah, okay. I think he has more of a Chandler vibe to him. Yeah. So. Like, are we having fun yet? It's like something you could specifically <laughs> yes, see Chandler being. Yes. Saying. Okay. Fair. Yes, you've convinced me, <laughs> and then. I guess Ron Donald doesn't really fit in the show. He's the guy downstairs who's always banging with his broom. <laughs> I don't really know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I don't and Roman is Gunther, of course. <laughs> Roman is Gunther. Very good. Yeah. All right. And so I'll, uh, I mean, I'm doing that instead of my ranking one to six. All right. I, I Should we do a friends first. podcast next? <laughs> yes. Because I, I want to. It's always. I don't have too many episodes. It's only 700 episodes. Yeah. By the way, I was. I clicked on each of the main six characters on Party Down on IMDb to see like their known fours. And yeah. Ryan Hansen is the only one who's known for Party Down. Yeah, because he's very unsuccessful compared to the others. Yeah. It's interesting that Camarino's not, that Martin Starr is not even. I don't know. Right. Yeah, let alone Adams. All right. Okay. So who is the. We did the fucking asshole, right? So yeah. uh, what, what are we doing next? Week? Would you stop with the Ted dance? <laughs> Who's he? He's somebody. What about me? You're nobody. Why him? Why not me? He's good. You're not. I'm better than him. You're worse. <laughs> much, much worse. We have our, our cameo of Josh Gad. Cameos. We discussed that a few times. Yes, we yeah. mentioned him. So is it? Um, 
and is Josh Gad at the time he was on Party Down? Was he in the? He's not in the Richard Lewis Club because. Oh, that's no. I think he is. It is because it's pre Olaf. That's pre. He's less famous than Richard Lewis. Yeah, probably. Yeah, and of course Arnold Schwarzenegger is not does not cameo. Yeah, only Dan Wisner, uh, who's not real, unfortunately. It would have been funny if they could have got one of Schwarzenegger's like actual aides, but I guess that there's no reason for them to do that. (laughs) No, that would be stupid. Yeah. (laughs) Um, All right, let's go to the postman. Postman, postman, come here. here Tell the neighborhood what a shanda, Larry, Uh, uh, Larry uh, David. Larry, you you are lousy too. But you're a lousy human being. He screws the wife of a man in a wheelchair. Ashanda. Maybe you should have given me some candy. You're a lousy Jew. Uh, right. You can write to us, of course, as always to curbpostman at gmail.com. Reminder, you could always also follow us on Twitter at a pretty good curb pod. I think that's what it's called. Um, um, that's uh, a Sedensky. He's a Chester 99. Uh, if you want to join the WhatsApp group, send either of us a message, um, confirm that you're not a murderer and then we'll let you in. Um, and, uh, yeah, rate us on the store, whatever, how you do that. Five stars, write something nice. Uh, you could criticize our politics or whatever else. That's fine too. Uh, but give us five stars. Um, okay. We have a, uh, first time post this week, uh, named Zachary Louie, who says, hi, Alex and Av. First time writer writing in mainly to thank you for introducing me to party down. Nice. I had heard of the show, but knew absolutely nothing about it. Didn't know who was in it or what the premise was. I binged it over the Hollywood weekend and I loved it. My recency bias hot take is that the two seasons of party down would easily compete with the two best seasons of the office and parks and rec, whatever you think those are. Um, that's very high praise. I don't know if I could quite go that far, um, but they are very. It is there are very two strong, very seasons, two very strong seasons. I agree with that. Um, as for this specific episode, I give it a pretty, 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 pretty good four of pretties. It's only episode two, but I think this episode really solidifies how hapless the Rod character is. Yes. Come with guy is Kyle for standing up for homophobia, standing up to homophobia. Sorry, big distinction. Uh, well, trying to. Yeah, well, you know, he did just because it was misplaced doesn't make his, um, you know, conscience and motivation any less noble just because uh turns out the guy was not. Um, fucking asshole is the California College Conservative Union because, well, obviously. Keep up the great work, guys. Zach. Next, we hear from... By the way, Raps. I was interested in the comment about um, comparing it to The Office and Parks and Rec. So I actually looked yeah. up in my TV show rankings when we did this in the first year of 32 fans, which was 2016, which is six years ago. Okay. And apparently I had not seen Party Down at that time. Because not on the list. Not on the list. Yeah. Okay. The, but The Office is number, the U.S. version of The Office is number 15. Parks and Rec, which was not finished yet at that point, was number 72. Parks and Rec oh. would, would definitely climb um, as it yeah. got better. Yeah. But um, yeah, so would I have party down higher than the office at 15? Probably not. I would probably have it. I think I, I would have it in my top 30 for sure. But, um, you know, I'm looking at the shows I have around 20, and I think I like Boardwalk Empire a little more than Party Down, um, Deadwood, Bored to Death. Eh, it's in that. Thing. Right. Although, to, um, to Zach's point, he, he would argue even you might have others ranked higher in part because of longe- longe- yeah, longevity. Um, 
Whereas he's saying he would put the, those two seasons against the best two of any other others, other shows and yeah. say that so, they're comparable. Yeah. So I uh, guess even if it doesn't have the same, you know, body of work. Yeah. So so this is so this ranking is of of the total war, not war per season. Um, well, no, he's saying, you know, the, the best yeah. peak two years. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying, but my, so that's why my rankings aren't, aren't a fair apples to apples comparison. I would think that that's how you ranked. You probably looked at the yeah. whole, you know, the whole show. Yeah. Although I do have one and two, uh, season shows up top where if I really like them. So yeah, um, fair yeah. enough. Anyway. Um, all right. Good email from Zach. Next we go to Svi Raps who says another hilarious episode to build off of the great start last week. Cam Marino has been carrying the humor so far, and he has not disappointed. I think it was mentioned last week, but I believe there are mid-credit scenes in every episode. This one felt like three or four scenes. It's yeah, interesting that they stuck long. them there. Yeah. Come with Gal is Constance. She dropped I, I think, everything I to get cigars. I think the idea of the, of the post-credit scene, mid-credit scene, is that it's from like after the party's officially over every time. It's showing like the rest of the story after. So the first right, one, it's like the rest party's of the night. over. He's getting the hand job here. Right. Yeah. So the, there's sort of a lot of post party conversations that have to happen. Because we, yeah. And oh, by the way, I say we are having fun on this week's uh, mid credit scene. I approved. Yeah. No, we're having fun. Sure. Yeah. Ron. Um, so, so yeah, he says the come with gal is Constance, who dropped everything to get the cigars, even upgraded Ron to the world's best. Plus, she was ready to defend the LGBTQ community against homophobic remarks. Honorable mention to Jim Abbott. The fucking asshole of the week is Rudy Giuliani, because fuck that guy. <laughs> Overall, I'll give this episode four and a half parties out of five, lots mm-hmm. of laughs, and laying some groundwork for some of the longer-term storylines we see. Would have been a perfect five if Arnold actually showed up. Yeah, maybe season three they can get uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Back then, that wasn't happening. Yeah. Um, all right. Jim Crumley writes in to say, hi, this episode is an improvement on the first one. The characters are getting better defined. The Casey Henry relationship has some of the feel of the Leslie Ben relationship from Parks and Rec, which is fun. I hear that. Uh, there's like, yeah, well, they're both uh, playing Scott, So, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but like, yeah, Casey is not the same. Parks and Rec, Adam but- Scott, my least favorite Adam Scott. He's he's too much the straight man. Oh, I love him in Parks and Rec. I, I definitely, mean, not, I, definitely not my least favorite. I mean, Step Brothers. He's amazing as the prick. He's in, he's he's Hall of Fame level in Step Brothers, I think. Right. Um, and then he's and then he's great in Party Down. Even if you know we called him a poor man, <laughs> a poor man's Paul, <laughs> Paul Rudd. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we can see Paul Rudd playing this character. Although I think that Adam Scott's even a little bit better at the sarcasm than Paul Rudd is. Yeah, and he's a little bit nebbier than Paul Rudd. It's hard to say because I mean he's a very good looking, very you know appealing. Yeah, you know, but he guy, could but yeah. he 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 pulls that off more. Like I, oh, I, I think, think I think that 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 Paul Rudd can sort of lean into like the the dork more than Adam Scott can though. Um, like I this suppose. way he'll sort of you. He has like a very elastic face and. I mean, what about the whole like <laughs> um, the the Dorkshire or whatever <laughs> game? Oh yeah, that's yeah he's, he's a pretty big cones of I don't remember what the hell yeah. that thing was. Again, cones I, of, I, cones I, of Dunshire. Yeah, that's my least favorite, as I said. But um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a huge Parks and Rec. I, I I think Thirty Rock is much much better than Parks and Rec. Interesting. I mean, I think I love them both. Um, yeah, I probably would. Yeah, I mean, I I I feel like that's I the think, minority take. No, I think I probably liked 30 Rock more at the time, but like I would never watch 30 Rock again and I would watch Party Rock or oh, I think Parks and Rec a hundred times. 30 Rock episodes are just nonstop jokes. It's they're very it's just everything about it feels very dated to me. Uh well Alec Baldwin is basically playing Donald Trump, so except you know, <laughs> actually there's no exception. Interesting. Necessary. 
Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. So much, yeah, so much of the humor was like very of its time. Yeah, that's um, true. When you have a sort of very joke heavy show, it's not yeah, going right. Through. But but I sort of prefer that than sort of the feels like, you know, uh, Par- Par- Parks and Rec and The Office, all these shows, when they get too invested in like the the relationships between the people, I'm a guy who I <laughs> no, I'm serious. I, I want Seinfeld. I, I want, you know, I, I want no growing curb up. party down. Yes, exactly. No growing, no learning, no hugging. Yeah. Um, but back to the postman. Yeah. So, yeah, back to the postman. Um, come with guy, come with gal is Constance. She got better cigars for Ron and she didn't kick anyone's ass for telling homophobic jokes. The fucking asshole is Josh Gad as the secretary. Where is Josh Gad not the asshole? So, yeah, Jim was with me. Well, and at least we finally, as uh, some of his patients did on. Yes, uh, incurred. Yes. Uh, finally, we go to Zach Brooks, who says that was an okay episode, but feels like it could have been funnier. Ron burning the flag was probably the comedic highlight. Vermont is probably a better place to live than DC, but maybe not if you don't like socialists. <laughs> I will be curious when the show hits a group, but this was a slight step down from last week. Two and a half pretties. Come with guy is Henry for assisting in the flag burning. Fucking asshole is Roman for desecrating the flag. Mm, yes. Right, Roman. Well, I, I think with oh, the barbecue oh, oh, sauce. Oh, yes, yes, the barbecue sauce. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well. Uh, next week, we will be at Pepper McMaster's Singles Seminar. Can I ask you a question? <laughs> you sure can. Uh, do you think that single seniors are still sexy? Sure, why not? They can be. Well, a peppy seminar leader, alcohol, pot, two strippers, and lots of pills will make the case for the affirmative next week oh, on Party Down. Fantastic. So just just review the list. We have sexy single seniors, a in. seminar leader, in alcohol, very in pot. Mm. Okay, in <laughs> reluctantly, two strippers. Mm, one is enough you're populated at this point and lots of pills oh pills for sure yeah so we're, we're, we're going places in episode three so all right uh, come Can't back wait. next week